0: Welcome to New Mexico Castaways, the enchanting audio podcast where I get to share my family's adventures living on a 45 foot sailing catamaran. Hello, my name is Rosalinda Roman. I am your host and creator of the TV show New Mexico Cast. This is the audio companion to New Mexico Cast video products, if you will, everything from online courses in bookbinding, among other things, to videos feature stories about enchanting people and places in New Mexico and beyond. Obviously, we are way, way beyond, and that is why this audio companion edition is being recorded. Because realistically, when you move on to a catamaran and decide you're gonna sail away to remote islands, Internet, internet connectivity is not always a uh, assured option, and oh, I'm being stopped by a train right now. So this should be some good audio in a second here. Um, I am actually. So let me finish my thought. Uh, so because it's not um, guaranteed that I will have my. Um, oh, I want to. I want to record this. Listen. Listen. And there goes the tri-rail I am on my way down to Fort Lauderdale the sun is not yet up it is early morning about 630 coming from Riviera Beach Marina heading to Fort Lauderdale to take our puppy Nala to our friend Gina Uh, my friend has been a part of our uh, uh, our dog and kid family for a while she helped us when we first moved on to a boat in 2009 it is now at the time of this recording 2016 and Gina is helping us again to watch Nala who is in the middle of doggy boot camp but um, her trainer my friend from high school um, Betsy Alvarez is away at a wedding this weekend and my family is heading to our daughter's first meet, gymnastics meet in Florida. Now I'm going to get into that, but let me finish my thought from before the train distracted me and I was like my five-year-old squirrel (laughs) where you just get distracted so quickly. Um, And if you don't know what the reference to that is, uh, you got to go watch the movie Up if you don't know what squirrel means. But uh, suffice it to say, it means any distraction when you're in the middle of a thought. Uh, Anyway, so... Because, uh, what was I talking about? This is really early and the coffee has not been consumed yet. Um, I'm actually a morning person, but I, I had a rough time getting to sleep last night. Um, it could be the fact that my sweetheart figured out how to get football on our boat, get our whole foop- TV football package on the boat. And, uh, of course, that means he was watching football till midnight last night in our room. Um, which we usually don't have TV in our room back home in New Mexico. Uh, oh, I know what I was talking about. Okay, so internet connectivity is hit or miss depending on where you're sailing to. And so I didn't want to, and I was in the middle of trying to figure out what I wanted to do next with New Cast. anyway. Um, I've been doing a lot of live streaming work um, using Periscope and Facebook Live, but I really haven't done any um, well-produced feature pieces like was my hallmark of um, New Mexicast in the past. So, with that in mind, I realized I really enjoy recording these audio editions, and um, I didn't wanna, I don't want to confuse people too much about this being New Mexico-related, but that is my brand name, and since that's where we came from, we are a New Mexico-based family um, living on a sailing catamaran currently in, in uh, Florida, in Riviera Beach, Florida. So all that to say, welcome to New Mexico Castaways, the audio edition of New Mexico Cast. So if you've listened this far, I guess you want to hear some more about my ramblings. Um, So let me just continue. I am taking Nala down to um, Gina's because we are after this heading to Tampa for Ahava's first Florida gymnastics meet now this is a really big deal um, we moved here in June and my back in New Mexico Ahava was a competitive gymnast as well and we weren't sure how we were going to make the transition for her from New Mexico New Mexico excuse me I'm renaming the whole state to my my brand name that'd be cool wouldn't it um, anyway we were back in New Mexico she was uh, competing and doing quite well in our opinion but in her opinion she was very disappointed in herself two years ago or I guess it's almost three years now she competed and came in second in the state of New Mexico uh, in her age group for gymnastics and then last year she came in seventh she had broken her collarbone she struggled to recover but I think it was less well maybe it was a big part of that because there was a certain fear factor after getting hurt um, but she just wasn't really having the breakthrough that she felt like she should have. Um, she had been, she was horribly disappointed with her seventh place finish in the state meet last year. And so we weren't sure she would stick with the sport. We figured, well, you know, it's, she's given it a good run. She's gonna get on this boat and wanna just stop doing that, maybe take up swimming or a more appropriate um, sport. For when you're on a sailboat, um, for our other daughter, she does tennis or just started up again, and she actually just discovered that's Ziva, by the way. Ziva just discovered beach volleyball, and she is in love. It was brand new, and that's a whole another story. Let me finish the gymnastics story. So she, uh, we thought she would give up gymnastics, and. Uh, Or at least you know be okay with us taking a long break at the very least But we moved here and as we were prepping the boat we found a gym we looked at gyms in the area to keep her training and We happened to find a gym where Steve Nuno is the owner and coach Well, he is the gentleman who trained Shannon Miller for the Olympics back in the day, and I I couldn't tell you which Olympics it was, my brain being what it is this morning. But he wasn't just coaching there. He has a gymnast, Emily Gaskins, who is an elite gymnast, and tried out for the Olympic team this year, which, by the way, it's been a very exciting year for all sports, watching the Olympics. It's the, you know, every four years, Summer Olympics was amazing. They were in Brazil. And we very much enjoyed that, and I actually think that played a big part in why we there was this resurgence in, a, in a gymnastics um, fervor from my daughter because she watched these amazing gymnasts like Simone Biles and um, Gabby, oh, wait, Douglas, Gabby Douglas, and um, and Ally and so watching having that being able to see gymnastics at that level as it played out live was really inspiring for her Um, and all the gymnasts I think at her gym but simultaneously coming to it at a time when she has a new coach and she loved her her coach back in New Mexico um, but he was really there was a a coach John and I don't know his last name um, but he was Uh, a great coach but he wasn't really her coach he would she gets got to do a few private lessons with him but he was really training the older girls regularly he wasn't working with ahava on a regular i mean on a a daily basis well at this gym they have two elite gymnasts um, emily and i don't know the other girl's name personally Um, but these two girls are training at this gym with this coach steve nuno and they allow they they don't just have those two elite girls separate from our, from the other girls all of the girls train together at the same time and so when they're warming up they are all doing the same warm up and when they're running through floor exercises they take turns between seeing the level 4 gymnasts do their routine which is the kind of the beginning of the competitive spectrum to the elite gymnasts do their routine and, and they're taking turns. So all the girls are getting to see this, um, th- these advanced gymnasts perform before their very eyes. So it has been incredibly inspiring for our daughter Ahava, and she's been working her butt off. Uh, and so this weekend, tomorrow, as a matter of fact, is her first Florida meet since she started training with this new gym and well her first florida meet ever but we have no idea what to expect she feels very confident that she is going to be able to uh, excel and surpass her uh, previous scores but i'm so nervous for her (laughs) because she really um, she's got her heart set on it she has over the summer she worked four hours a day uh, five days a week and now she's working four hours a day, four days a week. Now that the school year has started, and because of that, it's it's scary for me because I'm not sure if she's had the breakthroughs in her um, skills or not. I mean, she has had some major breakthroughs. She was able to get the back bend walkover on the beam, which is one of the scariest moves to make. When that's like the big leap when you make that that transition because the, the difference between a lot of the skills that they do like um, a front handspring i don't know i've forgotten all the terms but basically a lot of the skills you can see where you're going you know you're running 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 and you gotta flip and turn and whatever but you land forward on your feet and you know where you're going so as long as you kind of keep your bearings and where the floor is you're good well this backbend walkover or back walkover, I guess you call it, is um, that is when you you can't see the beam behind you, and you, you know remember you're several feet off the floor, off the ground, you can't see the beam behind you when you f- make the decision and, and that leap of faith, if you will, to reach back um, and let go of the basically your foothold, and so that's really a major uh, move that you you know you you can overcome. Uh, once you overcome that one it really is a major barrier I think and kind of the turning point when I hear a lot of people talk about their children have been gymnasts in the past the thing I hear a lot about is the fact that they um, that they gave up when it came to this backbend walkover because they just could never let go of that fear that they were going to fall on their head, rightfully so, it's a very scary moment, right? but that is kind of the the turning point or the defining moment for a lot of gymnasts that they just are going to, they just can't make that mental breakthrough. So Ahava did have that breakthrough a few weeks ago. Um, She's still teetering between level four and level five. She was called a training level five at this gym, Um, but this meet, she's competing at her old level, which is level four, which she is not happy about. Well, she wasn't happy about, but actually I think she's starting to Feel excited that she can really um, show her skills at the level she was already at before um, and that's what worries me because if she tanks um, on this one it's gonna break her heart now you would think I would be like oh well, that'll be good because then we can sail right well I I don't think of it like that at first I was frustrated that we didn't leave we didn't go anywhere because once we got here and she found this great coach and this great gym and she started training and really, um, training in a way she never did before. The gym she was at before was great, but she, I always kind of felt like her heart wasn't fully in it. Part of me worried that she, she did gymnastics because she was naturally good at it and because she got a lot of attention from her parents for doing it, right? Especially her daddy who loves watching gymnastics. And <laughs> any, any sport in general. And my dad also would come to the meet, um, to really, and, and my mom when she could, to enjoy seeing her. So there was a lot of really positive attention, even like her uncle Ari would come from Tucson, my family from Chicago. Uh, we even had some friend, a friend from uh, Texas come visit. So I, I wasn't sure based on how she practiced and the fact that she never even did any of her skills Outside the gym, like she never practiced her splits or never practiced her handstand outside the gym, I just felt like maybe she didn't want it as badly as the effort it took for us to get her there and the cost. Um, and then we moved here, and it was a complete 180. I mean, it was she's the one who's standing at the door ready when the uh, when it's time to go to gymnastics every day. She's the one who made the choice. To give up basically every fun activity this summer that her her sister and brother got to do so that she could train and in the past i promise you she never would have done that she would have said no i i want to go to grammy week or i want to go to um camp uh, and that kind of stuff but she trained 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 and here she is really serious about it and i'm so worried for her because (laughs) If she doesn't do as well, like basically she has to come in first place um, in the whole, it, like out of everyone at this meet in order to feel satisfied. I really feel like that is the bar that she set for herself. And I mean, I know it is. And I don't know, maybe if she came in second, she'd be okay. But I'm pretty sure if she came in anything after that, she's gonna be heartbroken. And as I watch her skill set, it's really hard for me to see if she is actually that um, further advanced than she was when we left New Mexico. She's definitely stronger. I mean, you should see this girl. She's like solid muscle right now. Just an eight pack on her abs and her little back muscles are, are just peeking out of her, her leotard. And I mean, it's just, it's just unbelievable how, what a, how hard she has worked and, and how it shows in her physique. And in her um, just general way, she's able to carry herself. Um, But is that enough? That's the question. Is it enough? Uh, There's so much of it in gymnastics that it's just a—it's really a mental game with yourself. Um, I know it's—they say it's a team sport because there's a whole team, but really it's an individual sport, and it's you against yourself. You're competing against yourself. You want to beat all the other girls and everything, but the mental game is with yourself. And that's probably true of most sports, but this is the one I'm, I'm getting to see most intimately because of my daughter. So yeah, I mean, we're, I'm excited to be getting to this point, to see this, to be at this meet um, weekend and find out how she really is doing. Because it's one thing to watch her doing practice and think, wow, she's looking really good. And it's another thing entirely to find out what the judges think, right? I mean, that's really what it comes down to. What do the judges think of how she is doing? Because we have no way to know. And I've heard, and how does anyone know, really? But but the word on the street is that the judges are much stricter here in Florida and much tougher on the gymnasts as far as scores go than they were in New Mexico. Now, this may just be... girls talking right we we have i have no idea if that's true and really there's no way to know because if she scores low it could just be that she's not made the progress we thought Um, but we'll see that i'm I'm just glad to finally be getting the to the point where we can actually see how she is doing on her skills um, as it relates to getting scored by judges Um, i am super amazingly proud of her Personally, if she didn't do another day of gymnastics, I still would be monumentally proud of the effort that she's made. Um, and it's really, it's shown in, in her character. I think it, it's really helped her make this transition to um, pre-teen, you know, the, the time when the hormones start getting introduced to the equation. Um, just being able to have that sport and, and that camaraderie Uh, makes a huge difference for her Uh, so yeah i am excited about the meet i'm excited about the trip to tampa we're bringing our new babysitter miss Allie, with us so we'll hopefully have a night out with some of my friends from my old tv station which is in tampa Um, well actually not my old tv station but my old colleagues from adjacent tv stations other tv stations Um, one of them is jennifer lee who is uh, a friend of mine from WFLA. She's one of the anchors there now. And she and I were, were reporters in Polk County uh, bureaus. We were bureau reporters uh, together when I was working at WTVT in Tampa, the Fox station. Uh, so yeah, it'll be fun to see her. We're also hopefully gonna connect with some of our friends who used to live in Hopetown, which is the island in the Bahamas that we love so much. Uh, they live in Tampa now or Clearwater or somewhere like that and we're hopefully going to connect with them Karen and Bill Butler and their son Jack Or I think he goes by Jackson now um, And yes, yeah, so we are gonna connect with some friends in Tampa watch Ahava compete and uh, Hopefully it'll turn out to be a good weekend for everybody um, I am going to take a little break and when I come back, I want to talk about beach volleyball because that's the other sport that's taking up our, our focus and energy. Um, and it's been a very good thing. Okay, I'll be right back. Away on a boat. Away on a boat. All right, I'm back and I what has been taking up Ziva's time lately is beach volleyball, which has been a really fun uh, transition for her because for so long now Ziva is my middle daughter, she's 9 Ahava is 11 if I didn't mention that before. Uh, so Ziva has and her brother Samuel, they have all spent a lot of time watching their big sisters gymnastics and supporting being part of the family that supports this her dream right her gymnastics dream well since we are here and I don't know if I've gone through I'm sure I've said this on a previous podcast but the the whole um, mental decision to be here in Florida right now comes for the as I mentioned before the break that the idea that Ahava is excelling at gymnastics as much as I wanted to sail away the reality is the season for gymnastics goes through December here. Really, I mean, there's another meet in February, but the main season is through December. And that's when the state meet is December 3rd and 4th. And right now it is September 9th. So Nathan and I decided that if she's doing so well at the sport, has such a great coach and all of that, then there's no reason. Yeah, that was a motorcycle that almost hit my car and we're going we're going 70 miles an hour on the highway and he just went and there's another one. They just went on the dotted line between um, the HOV lane and the regular lane. But I digress. So uh, I guess we'll be watching um, somebody in the future. Um, Yeah. So that, Sorry about the distraction, that's very scary. I, I, I always get uncomfortable around motorcycles driving near me, especially when they're driving recklessly. Um, when I was a little girl, the man across the street from us was killed on a motorcycle, decapitated, in front of his 5-year-old son. So that was super awesome, and ever since then, I just, I just can't. I know some people love motorcycles, but I just can't. Um, anyway, where was I? so can you see where this is going this brain of mine this is why i call these podcasts rosalinda's ramblings and i'm sure nobody is going to want to listen to this but so be it it is what it is i enjoy them they help me it's like therapy let's just call this rosalinda's therapy (laughs) because i get to talk things through the downside of where we are um, and really most places i've ever lived since i met nathan is that I don't really have a community. I'm pretty much on my own, and um, I don't have a lot of people to talk to. So consider yourself, my circle of girlfriends, or, or guy friends, whatever, whoever's listening, a circle of friends that um, I get to just kind of vent to. So if you are still listening, thank you very much. I appreciate uh, you in my uh, circle of friends. So talking about staying put was very difficult. I. Really wanted to sail, and I know Nathan did too. We we were we used initially we had the excuse that we needed to do some preps on the boat. We needed to get the water maker set uh, in and the radar and all this stuff. But little by little, we've been getting these projects done, and so we are kind of ready to to go on and sail away. But we have this gymnastics factor, and I'm pretty sure I've talked in the past about how I tried to find a way to even get gymnastics in Hopetown in the Bahamas in the island that we love so much um, or somewhere near there so we could sail there and have her train there but the one factor we couldn't get away from well first of all was it it was near impossible to do in the time we needed to because we didn't want her to miss another season if she was going to stick with the sport because it's not like a lot of sports like tennis you have many more years to actually get good and play and and potentially play the circuit or play in college gymnastics is a very um, short-term sport you don't it's not something you play when you're you know in your 80s you <laughs> or do when you're in your 80s right so with that in mind we want to give her every shot while she is in the thick of it and good at it uh, we want to give her every shot she can get um, and if it means waiting for a few months so be it I mean the fact is now we've only got from September, October, November, December. So we've only got three months left that we would stick around. In fact, it would probably be this time in three months that we have decided we are going to sail away. Uh, Even Nathan, who, as you all know, anyone that knows him, is a total workaholic. I mean, like, he's got three jobs all the time at any given moment. He is actively involved in At least one entrepreneurial venture plus you know his uh, um, his clinical work as a doctor and he is a uh, he works in a vice president of integrative medicine for a group Um, so he's very busy and even he is thinking he would like to um, try to take a little break i don't know how long he can Do but uh, take a little break, disconnect, and actually sail for a a while. Um, It's probably going to be no more than two months, knowing Nathan, but uh, that would be at least enough to get us to some islands that we could explore. Uh, So, but that means we are here, right? And knowing that we're here, we've I've started to try to look at it as an opportunity to explore some things that we've always wanted to or that we didn't have the opportunity to in the past because now we have started homeschooling the kids, which is a whole different, um, discussion. There's like, it's, it's a work in progress. And I've learned little by little from other homeschooling families that you don't, you don't like, unless you're working like with school in a box and even then you've still got to figure out the family dynamics. It's really, um, you, st- you piece it together bit by bit until you feel like things start to click and we have, as far as the curriculum goes and we have not quite gotten there yet um, but anyway so, um, I've got a low battery, let's hope it makes it through this podcast, I'm going to have to stop and get some batteries before I uh, drive back because of course I wouldn't want to deprive you of listening to me talking um, anyway, so I uh, We decided to look at this as an opportunity to do some things that we wouldn't otherwise be able to do. So with that in mind, Ziva has been exploring some sports. And she's been taking lessons with a tennis coach. And that's been um, okay. She loves the idea of tennis because it's her daddy's sport. And he loves tennis completely. And yet the coach she has is not the right coach for her. is not very encouraging and she is like her mama where she she thrives on positive feedback and kudos and um, as much as I try not to and not to need that um, you know positive reviews and feedback and emails definitely go a long way so let me just put that plug in there if you've been listening to these podcasts and actually like them I would love to hear from you either in iTunes or just send me an email at rlr at And so I digress again, and that's basically how Ziva is. And she really needs a coach that believes in her and supports her and gives her that positive boost. Um, the other factor is she, with these private lessons, she's not with other kids. And so it's just not as much fun. She needs, she's a social butterfly and being out of school now and not having that community that way, I'm trying to find more um, ways that she can actually participate in in activities with other kids. Um, And so that is how we ended up in with her exploring beach volleyball. And I'm going to get into that in a little bit, but I'm about to reach my destination and I'm about to run out of battery. So I will continue on the trip back to uh, update you about beach volleyball. Thanks. Okay, I am back, and Nala has been officially dropped off with my uh, dog sitter, Miss Gina, who, is, who has three of her own little pups, who are getting up there in age, actually. She has had them as long as we've known her, and uh, they're really cute little dogs, and, and Nala handled it pretty well. She's so funny, because she doesn't realize how big she is, and she was kind of hiding from some of the little dogs, and. Gina's dogs are um, some of them are chihuahuas and she Nala was afraid of them which is funny because they were very friendly dogs and it wasn't like they were doing anything but she would just kind of hide and I thought you don't realize you're like three times their size already right (laughs) anyway so all is well with that Um, I am heading back north toward Riviera Beach so I can pick up the family and take Ziva to beach volleyball and uh, what? and that's perfect timing because that's what I want to talk about. So with gymnastics kind of dominating our lives for so long, it was really hard to find anything that Ziva could do, or Samuel for that matter, that fit into the gymnastics schedule, especially in New Mexico, where we would drive about 40 minutes each way to get to the gym. So And then, of course, all the hours of of actual practice, it was really hard to find anything that Ziva or Samuel could do in the meanwhile. Um, So now that we are homeschooling and we are at this new gym here in Florida that's like 10 minutes from our house, it works out much better for the other two because we can actually schedule some other activities like during the day or different times that um ahava is not doing gymnastics uh so it's that's how we but again i found out you know i i sought out a homeschool play group if you will i wanted to find a group that we could have some socialization because that was a big concern of mine when we thought about um how to um if, you know, if homeschooling was going to actually be something we could do, I was really worried about the socialization factor. How are my kids going to meet other kids and really get, a, you know, get along with um, people their own age? And I just didn't want them to be kind of those weird homeschooled kids who have no social skills and didn't know what how to behave in a social setting. Now, granted, I'm, I'm fortunate because they kind of naturally have um, a good... Uh, social grounding if you will but part of it is just for happiness factor Ziva is definitely happier when she has a group of friends and just a few days ago Samuel was sobbing because he's got his birthday coming up in November and he, he wanted to go to New Mexico for his birthday. And I said, well, we can't go to New Mexico for your birthday, we'll have a party here. And he said, but my friends are in New Mexico and he misses Dylan and Gavin and Calvin. So um, I, it broke my heart and I realized they they really do need some socialization of their own here. Since we're gonna be here at least for three months, part of me hesitated to Set them, sign them up for anything and have them meet new friends only to rip them away in three months. But it is what it is. I think it's better for them to have friends and um, do that while we're here and know that sometimes you make friends and then you sail away. So uh, it's what I'm actively struggling with, and it was a big factor, I think, for Ziva as well. She's definitely a social person. So we went to this play group for a... a a homeschool really it's a parent support group it's parents educating children PEC and it's a wide range of people who homeschool their kids and it, they basically offer support for each other um, and it's a place that kids can get together and do social activities and for like the teenagers they have um, they have other things like uh, a prom for example for the people who are homeschooled through high school and stuff like that so we went to this meeting it was like the week the monthly meeting for PEC and we met a bunch of people and there were a lot of activities they talked about uh, bowling day uh, um, roller skating day beach day that kind of stuff and one of the things that stood out was a beach volleyball clinic that they were going to put on at a park very close to us for the homeschool kids during the day. And so that was very attractive because Ziva's always wanted to try volleyball, but she's always been too young to do so. They've always said she's not old enough to uh, participate until she was in uh, fourth grade. Well, she's in fourth grade now, and beach volleyball was very big and exciting in the Olympics because the American team is awesome and you know these women are in amazing shape, and of course they're in these little tiny Bathing suit, bikini type thing. So, you know, it's hard not to be in awe of these powerful women, you know, in immaculate shape playing this looks like a really fun game, um, which makes a lot of sense when you live on a boat, right? Volleyball is pretty easy. You can set up a net anywhere and have a volleyball. And in fact, you could do it even without a net. So, all of this to say, when I saw that they were going to have this little homeschool um, volleyball, Group, uh, we we decided to go right right away. Well, we got there and there was there's a handful of kids that were there and Ziva took to it right away. I assumed it was like a parent was going to be hosting this little clinic and teaching some basic skills. Well, it turned out that some of the people that are the, t- the people who are hosting this are the actual professional beach volleyball players from down south of here in Deerfield Beach Um, it's actually north of where I am right now but um, south of where we live and they have this amazing beach volleyball training area where all the best of the best in the area come to compete and train and and hone their skills and these people um, who do this the coach is coach Mike and coach Hari work together to put on this clinic for these kids they it's really amazing. They teach them real skills and they're really excited. Um, the kids were really excited. Ziva was super pumped about this sport. So she immediately took to it, and it was two days a week, uh, Wednesday and Friday, which is why she's going today. Um, but then after two lessons, the teacher, the coach pulled her aside us aside and said you know she's excelling like it was literally the second time she'd ever even touched a volleyball and um, she was just doing so well she she has kind of a natural athletic ability um, and she's tall she's as tall or taller than her sister who's two years older and um, so she just right away did very well at the sport and the coaches pulled us aside and said, we'd like to see how she would do with some of the older girls. Cause when they get to be 12, they have these special clinics on weekends and um, do all these other additional skills training and actually play games, you know, not just, not just bouncing around with the ball, uh, hitting around the ball, but actually, um, pl- you know, playing, I guess, scrimmages or whatever you would call it in volleyball. And uh, we wonder how Ziva would do with that. So we brought Ziva to Deerfield Beach on a Friday, last Friday, and she loved it. It was, first of all, and and we loved it because the one at the park is great, it's convenient, but in Deerfield, but I had to kind of always figure out what to do with Samuel. He was welcome to participate in the clinic, but he is a five-year-old boy and the ability to focus right now and really stay with one activity for too long, um, and it's a, uh, let's see, 9.30 to, yeah, so it's an hour and a half uh, clinic every Wednesday, Friday. It was really hard for Samuel to do that. And so it, it just was not an easy fit for Ziva to be practicing, and then I'd have to be worrying about Samuel. Well, the one in Deerfield Beach was perfect because Ziva was happily playing, and we trust the coaches, and so she, she was you know not too far from us but we were able to go down into the water in the ocean and wear Samuel out which was fantastic and of course Ahava loved it too Um, and by the way on a side note we have been living here for almost three months no two and a half months Uh, two and a half months we've been living on the boat right and granted we haven't been on the boat the whole time but we have been here long enough that you would have thought we would have made it to the ocean before, but the reality is we didn't. This was the first, when we went down to this volleyball clinic, we re, I realized this was really the first time that we were standing on the uh, shore as the waves crash against the beach, uh, against the sand. And it was just a very different feeling than, yes, we've been on the ocean when you take the boat out to the ocean and sail on top of the waves out on the ocean but the power of standing there on the edge of the sea and having the waves crash before you and, and letting the kids play, you know, over and over again in the, the waves, which by the way, is the perfect um, way to get kids to go sleep. Well at night is just wear them out at the beach. <laughs> but it was just funny that we had never made it to the actual ocean. Um, and I, I feel a little guilty because I didn't, about that when my sister was visiting and my sister-in-law was visiting and so we really didn't have that that big powerful ocean experience uh, anyway but it was wonderful Ziva loved the volleyball and we went back two days later for a real clinic where it's like two hours of intensive training in beach volleyball so all of this to say that Ziva is like walking on sunshine her coaches believe in her. Again, I mentioned before, she needs that positive encouragement. If, if if a coach believes in her, or I guess a teacher or a parent, if, if you, if she gets that encouragement, she will do anything. I mean, she will go to the ends of the earth to please, you know, her coach and work her butt off. If she feels like they're, um, they're proud of her and believe in her and I can really see a big difference between the volleyball people who are just wonderful and really believe that she has a future in the sport as opposed to the tennis coach who we're paying a fortune to by the way um, which is just kind of an average um, everyday experience all right I'm going to pause this because I'm getting a phone call Okay, I'm back. And that was my sweetheart just kind of updating me on the kids. They're packing, getting ready for the trip to Tampa, and all is well. So that's good. Although I am stuck in traffic, so we'll see if they actually make it to volleyball. Although he is so funny. He loves Uber. Uber, Uber, Uber loves it. So he said, well, if you don't make it in time, I'll just Uber over and get them, get her to practice, which is great. Uh, We only have one car here. We bought this car when we... um, we're actually just bought the boat and we kept coming back to visit the boat and paying for rental cars. I said, you know, for the amount we're spending on rental cars, we could just actually buy a car and make a car payment. <laughs> and so Nathan immediately looked and it was obviously more to buy a car, but you know, at least it's ours now. And it worked out well, cause then we ended up with this car here and we had my car and Nathan's car in New Mexico as we made the, the move. Um, so I guess that's all we need to know is I, I did the, um, uh, we went down to Deerfield beach and volley beach volleyball is the thing right now for Ziva, which is great. Cause that's a sport that once, and Nathan's kind of watching and learning from the coaches and really paying attention, um, cause he's nat- naturally athletic. And so it can be that he can keep the, the lessons going. He can keep teaching her even when we're not um, here so I like that that's a sport that she can take with her and the same thing with tennis and I'm actually my next move is going to be to look for a tennis facility that's closer to us because the one that she's got this coach at and he's a nice guy it's not that he's a bad coach he's actually very good with skills and but he's just she just she's not excited and if she's not excited and she's not around other kids because it's a private lesson, it's just not going to work for the long haul. So I'm going to look for hopefully where she can get in a group practice with some other kids. Um, so that'll be the next thing when we get back. The other question is what to do with Samuel. He needs to, wear, we need to wear him out. And seeing the ocean uh, reaction, I mean, it was, it was hilarious because after the beach volleyball practice, and the swimming in the ocean he on the drive home he was like mommy i'm gonna take a nap and if you know my kid that's like that would never happen (laughs) he just he refuses to take a nap as much as he possibly can um so it wore him out and i love the thought that we could find a physical activity that would help wear him out and and burn some of that like bouncing everywhere energy um to help him maybe focus a little bit Uh, in our homeschool setting i struggle with whether he should be in an actual kindergarten and i'm leaning toward yes uh again it would only be for three months and then we would uh, sail away hopefully but um i i just really think the more i'm around him and and just his bouncing energy i think maybe he really would thrive uh to have a little bit more of that social structure in a school so we'll see Um, And I guess that's about it. That's the main stuff that's on my mind. Um, I would love to hear from you guys. Tell me what you want to know about boat life or um, video or audio production or um, just whatever. Uh, Yeah, so thanks for listening, and I hope you guys have a fantastic week. Take care, and I'll talk to you on the next edition of New Mexico Castaways. I'm Rosalinda Roman.